0: Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to the Sportsman's Nation podcast network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Now, Interstate Batteries has been a proud supporter of the Sportsman's Nation since day one, and if you guys need a special battery, whether it's a regular battery or uh, something special that's very rare and hard to find, stop by your local Interstate Battery retail location and talk with a battery expert. These guys are very knowledgeable in the products that they sell. And they can get you what you want when you want it, whether it's a truck battery, whether it's a special battery for like a rangefinder or trail camera batteries, any type of battery, these guys are able to get it for you. So stop into an uh, Interstate Battery retail location, talk with a specialist, or if you want to learn about the culture, the company of Interstate Batteries, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. Now, this is going to be uh, a different episode. This is um, this is, I don't want to say it's a it's an advertisement per se, but let's be realistic. The sponsors pay me, and then that allows me. To put out all this content, it allows me to run the Sportsman's Nation, and uh, so basically, this is a thank you to the Nine Finger Chronicle sponsors. And uh, like I said, like I, I try to, I try to portray a, a not an in your face advertisement. My goal is to talk about the products in a way that I use them. Talk about the you know, uh, the benefits that they give me and not say, Hey, if you want to kill a big buck, you need to use this. My goal is to share my experiences with the product, educate you on the product and let you know that, uh, they're available and, and where to find those products. Now, you know, there's a business side of things that what, what I do. And once I, I made the jump, I could, I could be really picky back in the day uh when I still had a full time job, right? And these days now I make my living doing this, right? So there, you know, that throws kind of a curveball into my decision making prod uh um uh, my my decision making when it comes to, you know, working with a specific brand or a group of people. And I'm very lucky. I will say this that I'm really happy with the companies that I'm working with, um, to be honest with you, most of the products that I, most of the products that are, you know, brands that are, that sponsor the nine finger chronicles are products that I have been using for a long time, even before the nine, nine finger chronicles was a thing. So it's easy for me to, to work with these brands for multiple reasons, right? One, they make kick-ass products Two every single brand that i talk about today is one of those it's it's one of those products where the owner of the company or the 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 group of people that work for the company are participants and you've you've heard me talk about this recently it's participants in the 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 community in the the industry that they work in you know there's a lot of brands out there that they don't necessarily have, let's, let's just say the marketing guy or the, I don't know, the, the marketing guy or the, the customer service guy may not be an outdoorsman, may not be a hunter. And it's hard to communicate with someone like that when you have an issue or a problem and you want it solved and you're talking to someone who may not use the product like you use it right they they can tell you all the paperwork you know they can say oh it it does this this and this and here's the specs you know they can read that off a sheet but they don't have any connection with that brand or that product in the field where it is actually being used and i can honestly say that every single company that i'm going to talk about today the people that work there are participants in hunting they're participants in the outdoors. And that's why I love working with who I, you know who I work with because th- and over the years, as I start to work with these companies year and year again, you you build relationships and you get a deeper understanding for what these products are all about because you can look at a product and say, this is a broadhead. But once you learn about the people who design the broadhead, and you can start to understand why they make decisions the way they make decisions. It's, it's really cool to see the growth of a company or new designs come out or new products come out. And I'm just, I, I appreciate that a lot more these days than I used to. So with all that said, today is going to be a, a sponsor thank you. Uh, podcast where I run through all the people who are currently supporting the Nine Finger Chronicles and uh, just say thank you to them because it, it means a lot to me that they they believe in me enough to give me their hard-earned money to help promote their products and um, yeah, so I think the first one that I want to talk about and the one that I'm I'm kind of really excited about right now is the average conservationist, um. Marcus Ewing, he's the owner of the company, and he he recently starts an apparel line, right? And they have a whole bunch of kickass hats and t-shirts and uh, hooded sweatshirts and some other things. I'm a I'm a huge fan of their. It's like a trucker hat, but it's not a trucker hat. And then they have uh, a whole bunch of other a whole bunch of other uh, like their hoodie, very soft t-shirts are the they're not like a a cheap t-shirt with just a logo printed on it. They're the soft t-shirts that feel real comfortable. Um, not kind of like an athletic fit, but not too terribly tight because I'm, I, I'll be honest with you right now, there's nothing athletic about me, <laughs> but uh, they uh, they fit really well. They're very comfortable. And the reason that I'm working with Marcus is on on a couple levels. One, look out, and this is kind of a teaser, look out for a a podcast coming about conservation, and uh, it's going to be, it, the average conservationist might have something to do with it, so uh, keep it out for that, and uh, the second thing is, Marcus is a participant, you hear me talk about this all the time, he's a participant of the, the industry, and a participant of the category that he's trying to enter into and that is the hunting and fishing, right? The outdoorsman. And he he wants to give back to the the natural resource that everybody takes away from every year, right? We we hear a lot about and I'll be honest with you, a lot of brands out there don't do shit for conservation. They take their money and that's it, right? They they feel that, hey, I, I sell a hunting product, therefore I'm giving back to the hunting, the hunting community and conservation. Wrong wrong answer. Um, so the, what, what really kind of brought me to the average conservationist and brought me to Marcus was that his company up front, before anything else, they take 10% off of their revenue. And they donate it to conservation efforts, right? 10% of his, his gross revenue co- goes to conservation, which is awesome. And that is exactly why I'm working with the, the average conservationist um, right now. Uh, again, really kick-ass hats, an awesome logo. And the whole everything behind it is the cherry on top. Right. I mean, I I should I should say that backwards. The cherry on top is that it's a a kick ass hat and and clothing. It's a kick ass apparel line. But the 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 understanding that conservation efforts and needs need to put need to be put first is is why I have decided to work with Marcus and the average conservationist. So um, I'm going to I can't really talk about clothing in a visual way on this uh, podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, go to the check out their apparel line. And remember that um, if you're on the fence about buying a hat or you're buying a t-shirt or whatever, 10% of that income goes to a conservation effort. So you buy a hat in a way, in a roundabout way you are donating money to conservation and uh, that means a lot to me and that's why i'm working with the average conservationist now the next uh the next product uh or company or brand that i want to say thank you to is lone wolf portable tree stands now aside from wasp broadheads i've been using lone wolf portable tree stands for as long as i think it was somewhere around 2007 uh 2006 when I cannonballed back into hunting um I was still using ladder stands and I was still using um some really cheap hang-ons from a, a I don't even know if this company exists anymore but Farm King I would go in I'd buy a $30 hang-on tree stand and you know basically chain it to a tree or use a a $60 ladder stand and uh you know just I don't know do what I could right then I got schooled to the game of lone wolf and since 2007 when i you know really started focusing on being mobile really started focusing on man uh the the strategy into hunting that's when i started putting my money uh, towards lone wolf uh, lone wolf tree stands and you it's one of those it's one of those products that I'm not going to say it's going to help you kill big bucks because there's no product out there. I don't care what any advertisement says. There is no product out there that is going to directly allow you to kill bigger bucks. It's all bullshit. But one product that allowed me to get closer to deer, quieter, and more efficiently was a lone wolf tree stand. And... I can't tell you, I, 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 it was one of those aha moments where you're sitting and you're ta- you're, you know, you're, you get the product, right? I can, I can remember I was on the fence. I was on the fence about buying a lone wolf tree stand. No, actually I take this back. I had a, I was on the fence about buying it. Then a buddy let me borrow his lone wolf and four sticks. And he goes, just use them this weekend and let me know what you think. I wasn't after that weekend. I wasn't on the fence anymore. It took me about ten minutes to learn how to set it up, and now it is part of my body. It's an extension of me when I go into the timber, and, and that is how how important this tree stand is to me. I I can tell you right now that if it wasn't for Lone Wolf, now here's where you know some people say if it wasn't for Lone Wolf, I wouldn't have killed this big buck. Well that's hard to say but if it wasn't for my lone wolf I would have not changed my hunting strategy. I would have been the you know go to the same tree stands every single day and watch deer walk by out of range right. I'd still be bitching and complaining about that but when I made that switch I was able to make minor adjustments. I was able to uh get closer and have more encounters thus leading me to where I'm at today. And I'm not going to, I don't want to brag and say I'm, I'm this great hunter because I'm not, I'm I, what I want to say is I've had more encounters. I've had more opportunities thus leading to more success in the past, you know, four or five years specifically. Um, And lone wolf is one of those products that really has helped me do that. And, uh, They believe in what I'm doing. I believe in what they're doing, and I'm a huge fan of their, you know, their their assault. For me, my personal favorite is the assault and four sticks. That gets me anywhere that I need to go, right? And a lot of us, a lot of us talk about, um, you know, like crooked and straight trees. There's a lot of tree stand companies out there that, you know they they may preach mobility. (laughs) But when it comes to setting up in a crooked tree, their tree stands just do not do that they that you will be sitting crooked in some of these uh some of the competitor tree stands, right? So the Lone Wolf portable tree stands uh brand is is one that I can't see myself. I honestly can't see myself hunting, um, in anything else because like I said, it's, it's an extension of who I am. It's allowed me to be a more efficient hunter. And when it comes down to it, I think the more efficient you can be when you're in the woods, the, uh, the better you're going to be as a hunter and your learning curve will shrink right and we all you know especially if you're a new hunter right or you're new or you're having problems having encounters with a mature deer or not necessarily mature deer let's say you set a goal out uh, a goal and you want to accomplish that goal Uh, whether it's a two-year-old a three-year-old a four-year-old hell a, a specific buck or a target deer off of a hit list right um I feel that this product can help you accomplish that goal. It's not going to do all the work for you, but it's going to make your life a little bit easier. So, um, the cool thing about lone wolf is also that it's made in America, right? It's made in the United States of America. And right now in this kind of crazy climate that we're living in, I really feel that that's important and it's starting to become more important to me. So, uh, lonewolfhuntingproducts.com. Be sure to check that out. And uh, remember, it's a made in the USA. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Assault and Four Sticks, but if you're looking for a little bit bigger of a platform, uh, you can try the Alpha. It's a little bit bigger too. And one thing that really makes these products stand out is the being able to use these products in crooked trees. So if you want to find out more information about Uh, and get into the details of um, Lone Wolf Portable Tree Stands, visit lonewolfhuntingproducts.com. And don't forget, if you decide to purchase, to use the discount code. Let me find it here. I want to make sure I have it right. N, or excuse me, 9FC50. 9FC50, and uh, that'll save you $50 on all orders over $200 right so if you buy a set of sticks for $200 you're going to get $50 off and uh, that's going to cost you $150 so uh, it's a pretty good deal right all right the next product that I want to talk to and probably the product that I have personally been using the longest would be wasp broadheads all right so as you know uh, broadheads are the um, are the business end Right, it's the, it is the product that kills the animal in combination with the arrow. Right, it's the first thing that touches the animal. So you want to make sure that that you you can trust that thing. You have confidence in that broadhead because if you don't and you don't have confidence in it and it and you may not uh, necessarily believe in the product or maybe you purchased this product off of a, a recommendation or you purchased it off of a uh one of those brands and we talk about this on the hunting gear podcast where you, you're buying it because everybody else is buying it, right? You don't want to do that. You want to find products that are confident that make you confident in your hunting game, confident in your shot, confident that that business end of the arrow is going to kill the deer as fast as possible and as ethically as possible, right? And you know along with what makes confidence, you know, what gives me confidence in a product is using it and seeing the results. So I I can say that uh, I started off with Wasp Broadheads. And then, you know, throughout the years, just like most of us, we tinker with things. But then I found myself coming back to Wasp. You know, I would go away for a little bit, then come back and continue to come back. And now that I've stayed right. Um, Wasp has mechanicals. They have fixed blades. And uh, I'm telling you right now, they have they have some products that I it's they get pissed at me or I shouldn't say they get pissed at me. They they're like, hey, Dan, I really want you to promote the new broadhead. We really want you to promote the new broadhead. And I'm like, it's hard for me. To promote the new product because, I, I, I like the I like a different model. My favorite My favorite fixed blade that they have right now is the Boss Four Blade. It's a smaller diameter. Uh, they have bigger diameters, but it's a four blade, smaller diam, uh, diameter. And man, in, in combination with a good arrow, I just love that. It almost feels like that is a a a hammer on the end of a broadhead that just knocks shit down right and put you know put in the right spot and even put in the wrong spot right i i'll tell you this in 2018 i hit a i hit a deer quartering away real hard and i hit him way back and it it was not my best shot i wasn't proud of it but it happened I can't go back and take it back. But that broadhead in combination with a heavy arrow allowed me to get the penetration that I needed to go through the guts, through the liver and tear the diaphragm and eventually kill them. And, uh, um, if I would have, let's say had a, a, I don't think I could have, I would have killed that deer if I would have had some, a, a different broadhead on, on there. And, uh, so it's, it's moments like those that give me confidence in a product. And again, a majority of the broadheads that are made by Wasp are made in the United States. And you've heard me say how that's important to me um, as well. So I am, I am uh, I'm happy with them. And then this year, I actually, for some reason, I was going through some issues with my shot. And uh, long story short, I found out that it was a screw on my rest or on my uh, sight that continued to come loose, and I found it out. But I thought it was my I thought it was my broadhead. It wasn't my broadhead. It was my sight. But I ended up for for the time being uh, switching to a, a wasp jackhammer, which is my favorite. Uh, the three blade jackhammer, which is my favorite mechanical broadhead. That head alone. When I started getting serious in 2007, and even before, because I, I had purchased wasp broadheads before I even started getting serious, but that, that broadhead right there really like uh, killed a lot of deer for me. The jackhammer killed a lot of deer, and a lot of deer within sight. Right. So October, when I knew that the big bucks weren't moving, I would uh, set up to try to fill the freezer. And sure enough, I slayed some does. So of all the products and bows and arrows and and stuff that I've used to kill a deer, I can I can say confidently that a, a wasp brand broadhead has been on more hunting trips with me than any other product right it's uh i've been on elk hunts i've been on mule deer hunts i've been on turkey hunts i've been on uh whitetail hunts obviously and wasp broadheads have been there the entire time for me and like i said made america man so um I strongly suggest going to wasparchery.com, taking a look at all of the products that they make, right? I'm a huge fan of the Boss 4-Blade. I'm a huge fan of the uh, Jackhammer. That's the, me- uh, that's the mechanical that they sell, but they also have a variety of other uh, products that you can take a look at, you know, and find one that you like, and if you decide you want to purchase one of those products, enter the discount code 9, the number 9, FINGERS, Nine Fingers 2020, 20, and you're going to receive 20% off of your order. Um, so that's a big deal there too. 20% off, nine fingers, the number nine, followed by the word fingers, 2020. 20. I can—I <laughs> don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but um, when I switched away from the jackhammer to the Boss 4-Blade, uh, I shot a doe that year at about four... Mm, 14 yards and I drew back and she was slightly quartering away and I hit her right behind the shoulder and then my arrow at the angle hit the ball of her shoulder on the opposite side and it knocked her right to the ground. I mean, it looked like someone just like it, she got hit by a car, to be honest with you, just this smoked her died five yards after that. Right. And, uh, This is, it doesn't, you know, some guy, I get a kick out. I get a kick when the product works like that. So anyway, uh, Wasp Broadheads, make sure you give them a look. One of the strongest ferals in the game. All right, so the next one, another product that I've been using since the uh, early or since the mid 2000s, I guess 2000, when was I introduced to it? It would have been somewhere around 2007 as well, 2008, something like that and i can remember hearing about the product and on what it did and i'm just like what what are you talking about this there's no way this will work it's you know cuz you can smell the ozone right if any of you guys have done this ozone thing and that was back when i was really seriously um playing the wind and started you know, learning how to cut the wind and use you know, starting to learn how terrain affects wind. You know, I was just getting into that, so I didn't know too much, but I was just trying everything. And then Ozonics came along, and I can remember one of my buddies is like, "Dude, you got to try this out." And then another guy came over from um, not Ozonics, but another one, and we um, and he handed me one, right? And the very first model of the Ozonics were. Like they, they were as heavy as a brick and they were the size of a DVD player. And I was like, Jesus, man, why do I have to carry this one more thing into the woods with me? And there, you know, the early models, you also had to take them apart and you had to clean them and you had to put them back together. You had to carry them around in a sack. You had to plug them into the wall. Like there wasn't, there wasn't, um, removable batteries. You had to plug it into the wall, all these things and then i had my first what ozonics uh, calls the aha moment right the moment where <laughs> where you should be busted but you're not busted and i was like man this this doe this doe group came in behind me and i had been busted by this doe before because i i was in the same tree stand a week earlier cutting the wind and you know i think i was cutting a little too hard and there was times where I was in the same stand the same doe group came through and they'd bust me well this time she caught something in the air but she did not spook from it and I was like hmm because I didn't do anything different in my scent regimen right I took a shower before I went out back then I was using some some sprays all that stuff and and I can remember Um, this doe just putting her nose, nose in the air, smelling, smelling, smelling. She'd put her nose to the ground. She wasn't stomping. She, her body language was telling me that, um, she was curious, but not scared or not threatened. And she, and long story short, she ends up working through and I'm sitting there literally with my hands on my head, looking at this thing in the tree that at the time felt like it weighed 10 pounds, like, (laughs) excuse me was like, no way did this thing do this. No way did, did this thing, and it even was a little loud back then too. I'm like, no way, absolutely not, no way did this thing do this. So I did it a couple times, and then I, I can remember um, going into a field edge, or a, a, I put my stand up in a on a field edge where I knew a lot of deer were coming out because they just picked this bean field. And I hadn't. had the wind set up where my scent was going right into the bean field, right. So the wind was blowing my scent right into the bean field. So I'm saying here, all right, I'm going to get a shot at them before they get into the field. But I'm going to let some. You know, I I don't I don't want to shoot a doe tonight. I want to let them get into the field. And sure enough, these these deer were sniffing their. They're in the air. They were smelling, okay, what is that? And then they just kind of forgot about it. Knew that that smell in combination with me was not threatening. And they just went about their day. And that is when uh, other other than maybe forgetting my Ozonics at home. And there's been times when I've turned around and had to go back. I straight up turn around and go back and get it. I've, I've probably have only hunted without Ozonix maybe three hunts or four hunts, and those are because I forgot it at home or forgot it in my truck or did something stupid uh, and just you know, brain fart on my end. but only three hunts in the last 12 years that I've hunted without Ozonix. And I'll tell you, maybe, maybe, yeah, whenever, whenever I started using them. And it, it's, uh, it's one of those products where do you need it? Probably not. You know, being honest with you, but does it work and does it improve your chances or, or your, uh, your opportunities? Absolutely. And that's my opinion, right? I'm telling you right now, if who, let me, let me tell you that who, who is the demographic of Ozonics? Demo, their demographic is someone who works a shit ton of hours and wants every additional opportunity that they can get into in the woods. That's an Ozonics buyer. Some guy who wants to go out and be successful on a limited time scale, right? He wants to know that a product has their back and you know, this, this is kind of sounding like a commercial, but hell, that's what we're talking about today. Ozonix does that, man. I, I I'm I, I don't know, man. I, I I'm not bullshitting. I'm I'm trying really hard not to come off like a, a sales pitchy person on this. But if there's one product that you should save your money for, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to pay five hundred dollars for an Ozonix. I don't want to pay four hundred dollars for an Ozonix. Save your money right? If you need to save your money for two years or three years, save your money and buy an Ozonics. Not only do I strongly feel that it will help, it will help you in the woods, but the functionality of this thing, you can use it outside of the woods as well. I use it every single day during the hunting season where I take my sweaty clothes off, throw it in the Uh, in their uh, dry wash bag run a cycle (coughs) excuse me and that cleans my clothes of body odor and i i put my clothes back on and go out that evening so my scent regimen in the in the peak of the rut is wake up in the morning or even early season uh, like if it's early season probably take a shower before i go out um, but if it's the peak of the rut where I'm just grinding and want to be out in the woods as much as possible, I am, I am taking a shower in the morning before my morning hunt, and I'm so confident that I don't, I don't take an afternoon shower, unless you know I somehow just get dripping wet with sweat and can smell myself. Can smell myself. I very rarely take an afternoon shower, and. I wash my clothes less because I don't need to, which lengthens the life of your clothes because you, um, you know, you're, you're not, you're not having to wash them every single day during the hunting season, right? I, I take them off. I hang them on, you know, I run a, an ozone cycle on them in my dry wash bag, put them back on, go hunt simple, right? Again, it's another product that helps me become more efficient of a hunter, so if you want to find out more information, visit Ozonics Hunting, or excuse me, yeah, OzonicsHunting.com. Tons of great information on there about how ozone works. Um, check out their product line because they they really do have, you know, they have a higher-end model. They have a mid-end model, and they have a lower-end model as well. Um, so a little bit for everybody, and uh, it's a kick-ass product, and I think it works. So there's that. What else? Um, oh, let's see ozonics ozonics if you enter the discount code and i'm 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 thinking this one is still valid nfc19 with the purchase of an uh one of their units if you enter the discount code nfc19 you're going to get a free dry wash bag so there's that all right and let's see, we've talked about Wasp, we've talked about Lone Wolf, the average conservationist, we've talked about Ozonics, and the last company that we need to talk about is Vortex Optics, and these guys are the, the title sponsor, right? So when you hear me say, you're listening to this uh, Nine Finger Chronicles podcast brought to you by Vortex Optics, this is who I'm talking about. And so this is really what got me thinking about participants, Right. So, in the last year, uh, even even longer, actually, um, when I first met Mark Boardman of Vortex Optics, and getting to know more people within the organization, these people, the people who work at Vortex Optics, right? These guys make spotting scopes, binoculars, range finders, um, rifle scopes, red dots. You know, all these all these optics for weapons or hunters, right? Or not necessarily hunters, but they make binoculars for whoever wants to buy binoculars but these guys are participants in the market that they advertise in right these guys are hardcore hunters they have a, a serious passion for the outdoors and not only do the people that work there show that their brand shows that passion on all of their advertising all of their social feeds all of their takeovers who they represent right this brand is is a participant in the sport of hunting, right? If you want to call it a sport or whatever. But um and again, that is what has drawn me to Vortex Optics. Like that's solidified it, I should say. What drew me to purchasing my first pair of binoculars uh from Vortex was, you know, I I went to the store, I would test you know i would look through them you know they weren't the most expensive model but they weren't the cheapest model they have a they have a variety of products lines they have a variety of magna, uh, magnifications for what i was looking for and i settled on vortex for um you know a couple reasons really good quality product but at the end of the day their warranty right their warranty is if I do something stupid, if I make a mistake, if I break my binoculars or run over them with a truck or dr- leave them in a house fire or smash them or drop them out of a tree stand, they, they will replace it on their dime, not mine. They will replace any damage that you do. There's a, not a lot of companies out there that, that have a warranty like this. If you break your product, they don't care how you break it. They're going to, you send it to them, they will fix it or they will replace it and send it back to you for no charge. I don't even, I honestly don't even think I need to say anything else. That's crazy, right? So you have this brand that has a strong passion for the outdoors. The people that work there have a strong passion for the outdoors. They have a kick-ass product line and then they tell you, Use our products as hard as you want because I personally beat the shit out of, my, uh, out of my my, hunting gear and equipment. I hunt hard and therefore my hunting products have to hunt as hard as I do. So if shit continues to break on me or I have a bad experience with it, it is the last time I use it. I don't look at it again because I don't have time to, right? Again, it comes back to efficiency. So... Uh, let's see, one time, just over time, I can remember dropping my uh, binos out of a tree stand. It cracked the seal in the cylinder, and moisture was starting to get into the, uh, in, into the oh, shit, into uh, one of the eyepieces. And I couldn't see out of one of the eyepieces because there was a crack in the seal, and moisture was getting in, right? Send it in, two weeks later, get it back, right? Fixed. And cleaned, right? They even replaced a couple parts. Um, the The second time, I'm not sure what happened. I think I I may have dropped it out of my truck or <laughs> I think I may have even ran over it in the field. Because uh, I could think I had to re- go back to it. Cracked eyepiece. bent. Uh, if you twist the eyepiece, there's a metal thing that was busted off of it. Send all the parts in. Call them up. Say, hey, uh, here's what happened. Send it in. They fix it. And they send it back. Works just like new. And I've been using the same pair of uh, Vortex binoculars for about eight years now. And when <laughs> it's almost in, in these days when a product is so badass, it's almost I feel like the company, the company wants to sell you. There are certain companies out there that want to send you a product or sell you a product with a life exp- like, a, uh, you know, an end life. I don't feel like Vortex or really any of the products that I've talked to you about today want to sell you a product that have an end life. They want you to be able to use their products for a very long time. And that's uh, how I feel about Vortex. And going back to the participants, right? The people that I talk to from Vortex are not only experts about their own products, but everybody that works in the company that I've ever talked to, whether it's the social media guy, whether it's the marketing guy, whether it's the sales guy, whether it's the customer service guy, they know about their product. So they're educated. And that, that to me tells me that they're very serious about what they do over there. And they want to put the customer first, right? And when you put the customer first, man, you win as a business period. So, um, man, vortex is, it's a no brainer. It's a no-brainer to work uh, with them for me, vortexoptics.com. Um, like I said, participants, the, the guys who work with the rifle scopes, these guys shoot all the time, right? Just follow them on in- Instagram. These guys are shooting guns all the time, so they know about rifle scopes, right? Uh, I know the marketing guy and one of the, the, uh, the social uh, media guys, they are out hunting and fit, they're hunting all the time. So they're using the products that they are trying to sell, which is uh, an, again another benefit. So, yeah. So every every company that um, that I've talked about today, I have a business relationship with them, obviously, but I also have this personal relationship with the um, with the the product as well, and. a a personal, not only with a product, but with a brand, because I've been able to meet some amazing people through the hunting industry, but these, these brands specifically. And, uh, when you can do that, it it just adds a little, another level of excitement. Uh, and I want to say trustworthiness, if that's even a word, uh, or, um, confidence in a product. When you can do that, when you have a person telling you, You know, oh, hey, man, try this or, oh, that 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 happened. Let me fix it for you. Right. That adds confidence to me and that makes me want to use their products. And it's a no brainer for me to do uh, business with these with with these companies. And um, I'm excited to continue these relationships because I because I feel that when you can when when you can work this closely with these companies, then you can start giving your insight. And then from a business standpoint, they make me feel appreciated because they're taking, they know that I use their products very hard and they also know that um, what I have to say can give them value, but just not me, every single one of their customers, they treat that way, right? Everything that a customer has to say is important and uh, they take that seriously. So, um, you know, if you guys ever have any questions about products, especially ones that I'm promoting here on uh, the Nine Finger Chronicles, I want you guys to reach out to me through Instagram or Facebook. Don't be afraid to ask questions, and I will. I will do the best that I can to help answer them or I can point you in the direction of someone who can or point you in the direction of their website through a link and uh, get you some information um, that way as well. So I know this this isn't a tips, tricks, stories type of podcast. I just wanted to make sure I got everybody um, their fair share um, because I I don't want to do podcasts where I'm trying to do these hard sells to you guys all the time. I do want to you know do what I'm supposed to do and promote these products. I want to do it in a way that is not invasive. It doesn't take away from the podcast. I want to do it in a way that you know gets you guys interested in these in these high quality products and it gets you maybe going to their website and giving them a look. And then I think what this also does is it um, it gives us a little bit more confidence, right? I mean, if I, If I'm, if I'm telling you guys to buy some bullshit, low quality product, you're going to probably stop listening to what I have to say uh, about, you know, on the commercials that I read. And I want you guys to read, listen to these commercials because they're, they're important to me. And I think that these products can help you. So yeah, there's that. So thank you guys very much for, for tuning in. Um, If you guys have any questions, hit me up on uh, social and uh, thanks for taking time to uh, listen to me talk about the sponsors, the products, and uh, good luck to everybody out there. Stay safe this spring and uh, we'll talk to you next time.